You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey, we're live. We're live! Hey! Welcome to Grolix Nights. You know what I haven't said in ages? Welcome to the Grolix Podcast. Oh, my. <laughs> that felt why. good. I don't know it why. Did. It did. I agree. <laughs> I would agree with you, sir. I would agree with you. Uh, what's going on? Uh, Facebook and Twitch. How's it going? We're still doing that. Yeah. Savannah's here. It's hey, time. Savannah. I had... <laughs> Savannah, when I had to message Savannah before we went live to let her know because she might have been driving, but she didn't want to miss it. She's dedicated. I like that. I like it. Oh, I like that about you that you <laughs> listen to our show. I like. I like that you listen to our show. That's that's weird. <laughs> I may be biased. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's all tingly. He says, "Oh, oh my." Uh, Hopefully that's a good tingly and not a bad tingly and not a problematic tingly. Drove to Griswold and back and made it back in time. Holy crap. I don't even know where that is. It's somewhere with bears. Because it's got grizzly. Look at you. I'm so proud of you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm all tingly. <laughs> all right. Um yes, uh whew, we got all this stuff to do. We got all this stuff to do. Uh, I figured we'd talk a little bit about what we've been watching. Specifically, there's two things I want to mention that we watched. Um, and one of them I only want to mention because I want to use it to poke at Jesse. And and then uh, you know, I got news about an hour 15 away. Yep. Yep. That was what Savannah said. <laughs> so oh, it, oh. not to what she was okay. saying. I thought our news was an hour and 15 away. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess. The news is an hour and 15 minutes away. <laughs> Strap in, kids. Strap in. Uh, how's how's the chat doing? How you guys been? Um, where do you guys want to start? What are we doing? How? Are, wait, let's check in. Yeah. How are you guys doing? I'm We're poopy. good. Good. Jesse's good. You're poopy. I'm poopy. Why are you poopy? Because uh, Nebraska unemployment sucks parts of my body, or actually your body, is really what I would say um, if I were being, you know, crass. I don't consent to that. (laughs) I I would agree that that unemployment process is bonkers and and awful. Yes, yes, it is. And unnecessarily so, I think, but that's me. Especially now, right now. Why do you open a whole office of people that can't do anything? I go down there, wait an hour, and then they can't help me. <laughs> well, then what is your purpose? What really? Why are you here? But anyway, let's move on. Bureaucracy. And it's a bunch of uh, it's a bunch of people who have jobs serving people poorly who don't have jobs, yep. and all they can think about is how I could do your job better than you're doing it right now. Uh, well, good. I've been I've been okay too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I've been all right. Work has been 
this week, Melanie, you can actually attest because you've been here the last day or two. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I've been busy lately. Yeah, it's been busy. I've been a busy. I've been like, I don't want to make you not work. But we need to eat. <laughs> right. No, that was like 45 minutes ago. Maybe not <laughs> now. Uh, but I have been streaming. And I've sometimes, even with the stream, so I've been doing that pretty regularly on Twitch. And even with that, I feel there's definitely times when I'm like, I probably should still keep working. But in a way, I think I've I've kept doing the streams every day because I'm like, this is me time. So I'm going to schedule me time. You're sure. right. And, yeah. and I want to play video games. <laughs> so I might as well do it on Twitch where other people can watch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah why not? That makes sense. It's almost like scheduling um, social time, too. Okay. I mean, if people yeah, want, right. it, if people are available and they want to chime in. Yeah, me and Paul are there. It's time for my <laughs> daily, yeah, Paul and Melanie talk. Occasionally, <laughs> I think Matt, Matt swooped in a couple mm-hmm. twice, I think, yet last night for a little bit, and then on one of the Skyrim streams. I seen you poked in last night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's been fun. So I've been enjoying that. I think there were two other people who who came in too for like Ryan, three seconds. Ryan is another regular on the Twitch. Uh, he only shows up on Twitch, so usually late, later in the evening. So he probably won't bounce in on this. But if he does, I'll see the comments. Um, that's all that's been new with me, except for stuff. Wait, I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? Who? I heard. I heard Jesse made a lip sound. Did I? Oh, he's not, about to talk. Not a, not on purpose. No. And just, oh, he's like he's just he's a get, lippy guy. Lippy, getting, yeah. Uh, you, Miss you know, Lippy's car is green. Salivating for uh, for the for the news and stuff. That's what that's he's awesome. Doing. Yeah, yeah. That's the sounds you guys want to hear. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I, love that. <laughs> I know Randy loves the mouth noises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> they can be extreme. They can be extreme, but it's normal. I have plug in. I have a. I have plugins for mouth noises. Those are actually pretty <laughs> easy, except for the. I have to cut those manually. Okay. <laughs> and I do because. Okay. Well, let's talk about a couple of things we've been watching. Mainly, I want to talk in a spoiler free way because I know Jesse, I don't think, has been watching this. Uh, Not yet. World nope. Season three has wrapped up last week. Mm. Last weekend, it was the f- uh, final episode of season three. And I just wanted to say I loved it. Well, I know you did. As soon as I, I know, because as soon as the episode ended, I was like, that's the coolest episode of TV that's ever been. <laughs> or that's the coolest season of TV yeah, that's, that's ever TV been. Really? I loved it. And I which is cool because um I was hesitant. Because it's the real world. I was hesitant, yeah, because they, they were leaving Westworld, right? So I was like, eh, what are you doing? Right. Um I seen the sequel to the Westworld movie and it wasn't great. They left Westworld too. <laughs> I will say I don't the plot wise I don't feel it's the strong like I think the plot's good but I and it has it definitely has twists and there's definitely things where like throughout the whole season I'm like well what exactly is the plan what is happening um not in a confounding way but in a like it's just obviously not clear how it's going to play out and they definitely held some things to the end but I feel like it's the most straightforward season there's nothing that really, in my opinion, rivaled the William reveal in the first season. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the second season felt overly 
cryptic. Not necessarily in a bad way, but the second season had a lot of weird kind of stuff going on. A lot of very intentional time jumping. Mm -hmm. The third season kind of felt like they were steer, maybe an intentional steer away from that. It's it's plot wise pretty linear. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like it's maybe the most and the first two seasons hit some of the really interesting stuff to do with the androids, the AI, um, what that means, you know, consciousness. It hit a lot of those themes pretty hard. So I feel like the third season just didn't have those themes to hit as hard. There are, it is there a bit. And it does then, since it is in, like it's out of Westworld, it then brings in more themes. A lot, yeah. I think this one was much more about, of course, technology and how we control it and it controls us. The human side of, yeah, the technology aspect. Yeah. Um, and I, the only thing I can say I wished they would have done differently is I wish there was a little more Maeve. She's like my favorite character. And I was kind of disappointed there wasn't some more. Yeah, I agree. It, season two, I think, focused on her a lot more. That's because she's the best. She is pretty cool. Um, but that said, like, yeah, the final episode of the season, I was not disappointed. It was very Does good. It, I mean, I don't. If this is a huge spoiler, uh, then don't answer it. But do they all get out of Westworld? It seems like she was still in Westworld, Mm-mm. as was the Man in Black. I, I mean, in terms of they all, it definitely does not play out how I expected. But like, very, very little of the season takes place in Westworld. Almost, I'd say 96% of it is not in Westworld. Mm. So, and kind of sort of to answer this question a little bit more, I wouldn't, very few of the person, people of the, of the hosts from Westworld are actually in the show either. Kind of. Yeah. There's, there's only a a handful. Well, because if you follow the key character, the key ones are there, but like, most of the hosts in during season two went off to their digital land right. in the sky. So there's only really of the hosts that we know a handful of like the notable characters. I'm surprised there weren't more that appeared more often this season. It's very much the key host characters that you'll see time and again, but a lot of the notable ones, including at least one or two that I was kind of surprised about mm-hmm. show up. Yeah. So hmm. Jesse is so stoic right now. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. Well, you haven't watched I, I any of it. And I'm yeah, I don't have any information on this one. So it's right. like, I don't know what to ask or not ask. I, part of what I liked is there's elements that feel like it definitely and intentionally the show and the score reflects it. I feel, um, it definitely pulls from Blade Runner. It's got a Blade Runner feel kind of that kind of cyberpunk future city thing, but it's cleaner. It feels more modern, I guess it's, it's a more modern take on what that it's not like so far out to where it's like, it's always dark and raining and there's, (laughs) I don't know. It's unrecognizable. No, it looks like the real world with more tech and stuff like that, but it, it's got a cool kind of, Blade Runner-y feel at times. It's got cyber trucks. Cyber trucks, <laughs> a lot of driverless vehicles. Yeah. Oh, um, as long as they're better CGI than Doctor Who. 
Yeah. No, I'd say. Oh, oh yeah. yeah the, the completely CGI truck last season. Like, yeah. why? Why do that? Why? Uh. Oh, Savannah decided to get HBO now for Westworld, but haven't started it yet. Has Have you watched any Westworld? Do you know if she's watched any? Westworld? I don't know. It's but so if you good. haven't, yeah, it's really good. I yeah. Um. There's Terminator elements at times in this season, which I appreciated a lot, and it totally makes sense because there's robots. Yeah, but yeah, but it didn't go. It didn't go really go terminatory. No, but when it did, mm -hmm. it did. Yeah. <laughs> in a few, it, yeah. This review is they really scored with Randy. Yeah, I. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. <laughs> it was. It was fine. It was the, fine. It, the one of the one thing is okay for the most part. It's all tied up in a nice, pretty bow. There's like one, maybe two things that they could still have another season jump off of but i don't know that they're going to i feel like they will i i guess i haven't read anything it is for westworld given how season one and season two left it is suspiciously a lot of things are they brought a lot of things around to where if the show ended here it'd be okay yeah you just uh -huh. have like one question maybe maybe two and i was even like so the what what seemed like the final scene the credits start and I was like, yeah, that, that kind of felt like that was good. That felt like the end. And you're like, yeah, but what about this and this plot hole? They didn't do anything with that. And then there's like kind of extended post credits. Yeah, the after credits like they did last season. That totally set up where that, you know, the threads that would carry into the next season. So well, you would yeah. assume. Yeah. I hated it. But <laughs> do they die if their bodies decompose? I don't know. I don't know. That's a question I have. Uh, yeah. Okay. The only other thing I wanted to mention specifically that we watched, and I should we should watch we should have mentioned this last week, but I was so off my game last week. Um, Melanie, not Melanie, and I watched a movie called Mayhem. Oh yeah, yeah. With and it's got I should know his name, but it's got the actor who played Glenn in Walking Dead. Oh yeah, I don't know it off the top of my head. Yeah, but it's got but, that yeah. guy. And also the lady that played the babysitter in The Babysitter. Mm -hmm. I don't know what else she's been in. Yeah. Uh, and I, I I should almost say nothing about it and be like, Jesse, you go watch this movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now? It's, it's a show to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, right now. We'll wait. <laughs> wait till you're fe feeling good and cabin fevery, and then watch it. Good and cow... So this is one of those, huh? Okay, so it's a lot. Of, <laughs> it actually is a lot of fun. I don't. Th it's not a perfect movie, but it's new segment. Randy hates everything. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. I hated it. Um, <laughs> That's just the show now, Paul. It's not a segment. <laughs> but the reason I thought of you is because the whole premise, and this is from it's from a few years ago, but the whole premise is there's a virus that. Oh God. Yeah. A contagious virus. I can't because relate to that at die. all. What? Anyway, it's this virus. I'm reading. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm reading comments. This virus gives everybody pink eye and makes them mad. It basically like <laughs> pink eye does make me mad. It makes my it makes my it makes makes my it go wide. It makes your it go crazy. Like your it takes control. So people like just lose total impulse oh, control. Oh, it's like hater. 
Hater was a book that was basically like it was basically like the zombie apocalypse, but it was like written from the point of view of the zombies, sort of. Oh, and basically, what happened was like they would just snap, and um, mm-hmm. and and it was more like a rage. They were more like rage zombies than zombies. Sort like of zombies, but, really, at all. But these, that's it. They're not zombies at all, and it goes away. So oh. you're a rage monster for what, like? 24 hours, 36 minutes. Well, there's some type of like, yeah. So there's an initial, like it sets it up with, there's like an initial outbreak, but it doesn't, it's not really about that. It's about like a year later, 18 months later Mm -hmm. to where it's relatively contained. And, uh, the Glenn, Glenn, I'm going to just call him Glenn is a lawyer. And he's the lawyer that established during the first outbreak, which was the place somewhere in like Iowa, which was odd. Yeah. But, um, Mm -hmm there was a big like milestone lawsuit as a result because one of the guys stabbed a dude to death because he was infected with this. And Glenn is the lawyer who found the loophole that basically is, I mean, it, it's not like a big surprise thing yeah. who got him off of, from getting murdered or from getting the murder charge or whatever. Um, so that sets up like a precedent. So that- a precedent. And then, so what the movie is, is basically somebody in, introduces the contagion into this, lawyers building this big huge you know uh firm firm and the building gets locked down so they're all stuck inside and everybody gets infected and it's just a bunch of like real crappy people who now have no it no control over themselves oh my and, god and and no they're not going to get in trouble for anything they and do. since they're the lawyers that figured that that yeah set the precedent to begin with they know they're not going to get in trouble after it's done and uh ultra violence dark comedy and that's that's the movie Mm. yeah it's pretty cool i mean actually it does sound right up my alley it sounds like <laughs> sounds like that book that i was that i was citing and uh but, but different i mean like it, it's right. obviously not the based on that same book but i'm cu- now i'm curious because at one point this is this means absolutely nothing because he's slated to do every movie ever but at one point Guillermo del toro was slated to do the movie for hater and I was super excited about it. And then I realized that he does that all the time. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. No, that's true. He gets attached to a lot of things. Um, he's the, he's the name that they throw out and they're like, Oh, this guy. And everybody gets excited. And then yeah. they're like, okay, we were just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we're kidding. And this movie's not even getting made now. <laughs> Paul has a good point. That poor actor is destined to be destined to have a jacked up. eye scene now every time. Yep. His eye's not so bad in this movie as it was in Walking Dead. No. That was, that was gross. Thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> uh, CGI James Dean. Yeah, that's it. That's It was good. No, it's really not like... It's weird watching a virus movie right now. Mm-hmm. Like, that aspect's weird, and that's what made me think of you, because I know you're, you were like... You watched some stuff, and you're like, uh, cabin fever... But um, well, color out of space in particular was so environment like right. It was so um, is it environment the word I'm thinking of? Yeah, yeah. It it created a vibe that was right. just like I was already on edge, and then just like ramped up that on edge feeling, and I was like, oh, I like this. <laughs> I have to watch it because my oh, speaking of which, I don't know why I keep doing this to myself during the quarantine, but uh, Joker was on sale through voodoo is like two three dollars to rent it so i'm like wow i guess i should rent this because it's super duper cheap and if i'm going to watch it couldn't get it for a better price you know 
so I rented that. So within the next 12 days or so, I'll have to watch that too. And I've heard that's super cheery. Oh, you haven't watched it yet? I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, dude. What are you <laughs> like? Everyone's in quarantine. Time to watch them in the most depressing <laughs> Schindler's list. Let's add that. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I've watched that in a long time. First Let's see if before, it holds up. <laughs> land before time, but only up till the parents die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, for real. For real. Oh, man. Was it the, the what? Even the never ending story. Right. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, like his whole thing is about his mom. Oh, oh, I know. I know. Oh, that too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that whole movie is a thinly veiled allegory for grief. Yep. I, um, <laughs> I mean, I don't think. Oh, so Paul says, Jesse, you and I need to talk then if you're watching quarantine related films. I don't think it's intentional. No, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, but it is odd that a bunch of things are going on sale that are not good for me mentally. Because. Humble bundle. Oh, you tried to say. Oh yes. man, that's not good for me either. Yeah, I I wanted to mention, but Jesse, you mentioned in messages or on a comment. Uh, Humble bundle's got a ton of stuff going on right now. Yeah, and listen, we yeah we have affiliate links and stuff, but we're always humble. Humble bundle people, we love like it. years yeah. before we had an affiliate link. We were like, Go to Humble Bundle or try this Humble Bundle. It was one of those <laughs> things where I heard they had an affiliate program. I was like, Why aren't we on that? We <laughs> Why all the time for real? Yeah, uh, so the thing that caught my eye today, since I've been kind of playing a lot of games, is uh, the Humble Spring sale started, and that's going for I don't know until the 10th or the 20th. And they have a ton of it's not like a bundle, but because you could buy just games through Humble dot com or whatever mm-hmm. but they have a ton of games on sale and some of them are actually pretty good deals because yesterday i was actually looking at because i've been playing a lot of skyrim and i'm like people talk i was looking at for other like open world games kind of like that and people talk about witcher 3 a lot i've never played any oh, yeah. of the witcher games so yesterday in fact i was looking at witcher i looked on humble i looked on steam and it's like if you want the game of the year edition which of course i'm not going to get you know right the standard edition <laughs> but who does, uh, who does that anymore who does that um but it's like 50 bucks yesterday and then today it's like if the humble the humble spring sale started and i think it's like 17 so i'm gonna buy it. whoa yeah it's a significant yeah but lots of other stuff um the game we played yesterday we got for like a dollar yeah that was on steam the game uh we streamed last night <laughs> oh sir the insult simulator and oh sir that's still on Steam, but on Steam, that both games bundled together is like a buck. Um, but a bunch of the the Ubisoft games and Bethesda games and all that is on Humble Bundle. So you should go to grogspodcast.com slash humble, and that'll take you there. Right now, they've got an Asmodi um, bundle that just went up today that is full of games like Love Letter and stuff that I bought and had multiple copies of. Right. So I, you know I like those games because so I, I have more than the bundle one. again. Yeah, yeah, I, I was just like, I, I actually was looking at it. I was like, wait, no, I have this one and this one and this one and this one and this one. And I had those in duplicate already. So no, never again. What's up, Jasper? How you doing? Jasper, go to humble, go to grogspodcast.com slash humble. And uh, there's a bunch of, you got a PC now. You're doing PC gaming. They got a bunch of uh, games on sale. You have to get Bethesda if you're doing PC gaming. Because Bethesda is this stuff. It's the stuff. Um, 
Or you could read the entirety of the Walking Dead series. The Walking Dead Humble Bundle. The entirety. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, we should. I need to get that. How much is that? I'll, we'll I think it's later. like 25 for the whole thing. Wow, That's like my, every Walking Dead ever. If yeah. my unemployment ever kicks in, then woo! <laughs> right? And then there was the music one. And I'm, ah, man, I already bought one of those music ones. But I'm like, this one's got like score stuff. There's a lot. Yeah, I, I was looking through that. There was a lot. The only thing that kept me from it is I couldn't find like license information, but it's a. That was my problem with the last one. I was like, I don't know how this works. What are you pointing at? Okay. I thought you were muting, but. I was, I was, you know, I'm always on the edge of muting. Just waiting. Stop it. (laughs) He's on the edge of muting. Well, when it's just me here, it's good to mute unless I'm playing steam and then I'll mute. And forget to unmute for like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'll just be talking away. And then I'll look at the chat and it's like, are you still talking? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> My hand just went to Skyrim positions. <laughs> I saw that. All right. No, no Skyrim tonight. Yeah, Jasper has unpopular opinion. He didn't like any of the Telltale game. Is are you talking about the Walking Dead Telltale game or just Telltale in games general. in general? Yeah, because I like the what was that uh, fairy tale one? The Wolf of Wall, uh, not the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street Telltale game, you know, with Leo. <laughs> um, the Wolf Among Us, <laughs> which is based on we is read Fable. Fable, yeah. 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 yeah, that was good. I I enjoyed that. Uh-huh. I, I was. On the fence about the Batman one I played there. I did like mm-hmm. the chapter one of the Batman Telltale game um, on the YouTube channel ages ago. And it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't bad. It, for for something like Batman, it's a kind of weird. Like I like the, I like the um, detective aspect of it. And, you know, for something like Wolf of, Wolf of Wall Street, for something like the Wolf Among Us, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's good st- storytelling like style. Um, for Batman, it's like there. I could play the Arkham games, and I could actually just be Batman. So yeah, yeah, it's a little weird in that respect, but and it works. It works especially well with Fable because it's got like the pop up book kind of a uh, scene cut thing oh, yeah, that, that works it? really well yeah. with it. Savannah says, "Wait, what Fable? Uh, not probably not not the Fable you're thinking of. It's um." It's it's like uh it's a it's a comic book series where all of the characters from like fairy tales and stuff are real and they live in the real world but they have to stay hidden and it's like a uh, what do they call it a it's like Toontown only detective style it's yeah, like a noir boiled hard boiled uh fairy tales yeah it's it's um other other telltale game um. The two that I like the most, that I actually return to and play the most, are um, the the Back to the Future series was fun. Hmm. Super bonkers. And it was like an actual fun sequel to the Back to the Future story. And I also, it's the only, it's the only poker game I play, but Poker Night at the Inventory, there's two, two versions of it. And one, like the second one has Brock Sampson and you can play poker against oh. Brock Sampson. <gasps> Yeah, it's incredible. If he loses, does he throw people out the window? Oh, he does all sorts of stuff. Like his <laughs> his tells, he'll have to, they all have tells, and like sometimes he'll just randomly like glare at you and growl. Um, <laughs> Sam and Max are are featured at you know in one or the other of the games. Um, Claptrap from 
um, Borderlands is in there. Tell Savannah she should play. Savannah, you were talking fun. about you, you were talking about Fable. Is it Fable or Fables? Fable. <laughs> oh, Sorry. You to, you, okay. Um, you were talking about she's talking about Fables or Fable. Fable. The like I think the first one was originally just on Xbox, but there was Fable, Fable Two. Was there a third? Yeah, yeah. It's like a fantasy game, fantasy action video game. I think she should play Skyrim. I was gonna say like. Get up on some Skyrim if you liked Fable mm-hmm. or whatever. I did not. I never played Fable. Really? I didn't care for. I was not a fan of those worlds. I was like, I have better fantasy worlds. And then Skyrim happened. <laughs> <laughs> you probably would like Fable. Played it. <laughs> Jasper says Fable is an amazing game, except three. Three belongs in the same place ET Atari was found. <laughs> oh, Jasper coming in hot with the hot takes tonight. Uh. <laughs> I don't know anything about Fable, so that's that may be entirely accurate. But and, most things don't belong where ET wound up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think okay, Skyrim is well, is very similar to Fable, but I like uh, I, I hate it. I had issues because I'm not really a gamer myself. But switching powers was always a pain in the butt to me. In what? In Fable, mm-hmm. and it's way easier in Skyrim, and so I'm more. I mean, I don't really, I just sneak around and murder people from afar. That's what I do. But if I do use my, my powers, which I have occasionally, it's way better in Skyrim than was Fable. I think that's the advantage that, and it's a smart thing that Bethesda embraced when they took over Fallout and Elder Scrolls. I think they took over Elder Scrolls. Um, maybe they always had it. But they kept the RPG element of like, the almost and it's not quite turn based, but the slower RPG pace, but still like appeal to the general masses, which is maybe a, like to some of the fans of the earlier earlier games, it's a negative with the action aspect. So it's an action RPG to where like both in you know Fallout you shoot or Skyrim obviously is a <laughs> those things swords yeah 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 swords and boards. Um, and you can get in there, but if you're getting overwhelmed in Fallout, it's a like pretty well integrated mechanic of the vats where you basically mm-hmm. boom. And at least until Fallout 4, it was a total of time freeze. Mm-hmm. And then you could like aim for the head, aim for this, aim for this, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And it really like slows it down and helps if you're not used to like fast paced action shooters. Right. And Skyrim has similar elements to where it's not fully vats, but if you need to switch, uh, weapons or your spells and like Skyrim your inventory just becomes an unmanageable mess um, the menus freeze the game so you can be like oh chug 10 potions because I'm about to die mm-hmm. and then equip this in this hand and equip that in that hand and go and then you can yeah, yeah. so it's good for it, people that aren't used to fast paced action games I guess me Paul says the freedom of Skyrim rocks the socks off of Fable yeah, that does rock. That's really the big appeal to me for Skyrim. I I've I run into the limitations because there's definitely a point at which you're like, all right, there's like three main quests. I don't know if I want to which one do I want to do. But especially at early game, when you first jump in with a new character and you're kind of underpowered, there is a feeling of like, I could do anything. What do I want to do? Mm-hmm. And that's then you end up playing as a merchant. And, and when you have when you have quests that you don't want to do, then you know what you do? You go talk to somebody and you'll get another quest. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. 
or you download the right mods and you go camping all yeah. the time. Yeah, because the <laughs> mods are crazy. It's a camping simulator. It is. That's actually become like my favorite thing to do in the game is to set up camp to hunt and gather a bunch of wolf corpses, I guess carcasses, and then set up camp and just skin them by the campfire. <laughs> so <laughs> mundane, but it's so fun. <laughs> We're not a video game podcast, though. Mm-mm. Bite what our YouTube We just Bite. want you to go to Humble Bundle. That's all. <laughs> Use our link. Oh, yeah. We We're, do want you to go to Humble Bundle. Affiliate link. They're cool. Um, Jesse. Yes. What have you been doing? Have you been watching anything? You got anything? Because we uh, actually, dominated I fi- this. I finished up um I finished up Ozark because oh. I couldn't stop. We could not stop. And it, oh, I don't know if you guys Ozark. Yeah, I don't I know if you guys been... watched season three, but no. holy cow, season three. Like at first it starts a little weird because it's if if you remember how season two ended, you know, it like it sets things up and uh season three it just goes boom like they're in it and uh and it goes some places you expect but it also goes to some places you just don't even see coming that's crazy yeah so it's good it's another one of those shows i mean like i'm surprised to hear that uh westworld season three is you know not only as good but as you say you know maybe one of your favorite Seasons. episodes of yeah of television um same thing with ozark it somehow really? continues to get better like i i don't feel like it's lost a step yet um that's good that's good i have i don't know why i just i haven't started it yet but i'm going to i think because i know once i do um you won't be able to do anything else yeah <laughs> will consume you yeah twitch that's what happened to my tv time i've been watching much but on twitch I've noticed that too, like um, live streams have kind of replaced television or movies even. I've got a bunch of movies that I intended to watch. I bought them at the beginning of the quarantine because I was like, I'm going to have all sorts of time to get caught up on stupid stuff I refused to watch before, like Anchorman. Like, I've never seen an Anchorman movie all the way through. I've seen scenes and I'm like, I'm going to fix that. Haven't watched a single Anchorman movie. Me either. It's okay. I'm going to go to the bathroom. You should go. You should go to the bathroom. You could have had me mute the mic for a moment if you really wanted. <laughs> I don't think I actually did. I should hope. I hide? Should I hide I myself? Oh my gosh! There, we're gonna go, Jesse. <laughs> oh man! Oh god! So it's all on me. Hey, folks, H- how are we doing? <laughs> okay. Do what you gotta do. Okay. <laughs> She's gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Savannah says, I don't know. Season five of The Simpsons is legendary. Uh, you, I mean, I'm not saying it's necessarily, I can't the, even imagine, like, I can't like think back that far. Like, I don't even know what season five of The Simpsons is like. Uh, she's never watched Step Brothers, I haven't seen that one either. Like, uh, I'm I, really, I have a huge gap when it comes to anything Will Ferrell. I've seen like a handful of Will Ferrell movies. I'm not a Will Ferrell fan, I'm a fan of certain things that he does, but like. Talladega Nights just I know people love it but I there's not a lot about that that appeals to me enough that I'd want to watch the whole thing Talladega Nights I have seen once I think mm-hmm. I I disliked it actively disliked it shake it big right which that yeah. kind of thing that I that I generally don't like from him either 
you know, like those super duper character based movies, like, like that one. And then there's the one that's basically the same thing, but it's basketball. Like I have no interest in that. Right. I'm just not, I don't, I'm not a fan of his comedy. Right. Um, yeah. Savannah says, I don't think Will Ferrell is that great. Uh, but Jasper had said extract, by the way, extraction on Netflix is a good movie. Huh? I think I, I've seen it in the wall of Netflix that pops up, but I haven't watched it. I think it's caught my eye. Maybe I'll check it out. Holly's been watching this hellier. I think it's what it's called, but it's, it sounds super crazy. And it's, I don't know if it's real, if it's a real documentary or if it's one of those, uh, mockumentaries that's just supposed to look like one, but, uh, there's, I don't know. She's super captivated by it right now. Um, it's got all sorts of like cryptid slash paranormal stuff that's happening. It's almost like they're paranormal hunters, but but that's not even the whole weird part of it. It's like things just seem to keep happening that coincide. So it's like the weird thing is all the synchronicities that happen. Like they'll go to this place and they'll be talking about a gal that that experienced all this weird stuff. And that same gal will have emailed them like a month ago kind of thing. And they didn't even know about this gal, but now suddenly they're not only getting emails from this gal, but some other guy that they just interview by some crazy wild happenstance basically like says, there's this gal out there. And it's like, what, what, what kind of show uses the word gal so much? I'm just kidding. (laughs) By the way, that's fair. That's fair. I think it's the lighting. It looks so much more like cloudy in here. <laughs> clouds, it, bro. It's, clouds. It's ridiculous. It's me. <laughs> uh, I don't know what this is. The Righteous Gemstones and Barry on HBO is amazing. Hmm. HBO is another thing. I'd seen a clip of his Dark Materials. Is that what it was? That oh, yeah. Yeah, that that's on. Cool. Yeah. And that's got um, what's his name from Hamilton? It's got Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah, it's got that guy or girl. <laughs> Don't full screen Jesse again. Biggie Joe freaks me out. I did uh, Biggie Joe. <laughs> I did Joe Exotic for that um, live stream for the twenty four hour thing. Oh, the artist wow! Jam. And so I did Biggie. I did I gave him the Biggie <laughs> crown. That's hilarious. Because so, that was the thing, everybody was supposed to do a joe exotic in some unusual way and i was like the only thing that could come to mind for me was biggie with the crown. that's unusual for sure that's that's what i figured uh speaking of joe exotic i honestly we've gone pretty long i don't i mean it's in terms of our normal stream not that long. i know that was kind of a segue sort of a segue but so, it was spawned by the comments so if there were to be a scripted show based on <laughs> joe exotic who would you want to play Joe Exotic? Who's the first person that I mean, I haven't mind? even seen the show, but I know, I know in my deepest heart of hearts that it would have to be Nicolas Cage. <laughs> what? Weird. Okay. Sorry. Well, I've never experienced no crash dream yard. So let's let's tempt fate. Okay. Nicolas Cage, yes. What is this? They need somebody I- who's Bat poop, and who is bat poop more than Nick Cage? Oh, by the way, is that? 
Whoops. What? Sorry. I, I don't know. Savannah's. I don't know. Dan yeah. from Roseanne and Danny McBride have an evangelical church. What? Should be David Spade. He already played that role. Ooh, David Spade would look the part for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is weird. So <laughs> this was broke several days ago. When the fourth um, by Variety. Variety.com. But apparently Nicolas Cage is set to star in a scripted series centered on Joe Exotic um, from Tiger King. So is he is he on board? Like, is Joe Exotic cool with this? Uh, He's a oh, I'm sure. He's a matter. He's a prisoner. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, prisoners actually have more rights than normal people. Kind of. He's a prisoner, but he probably also still owes that B. Carol Baskins a bunch of money. (laughs) (laughs) And one takeaway from the series from Tiger King is that he really desperately wants to be famous. So he's yeah. probably like, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, how, how much shinier can I make my outfit? Let's do this. <laughs> right. And I guess I can't make new episodes if I'm locked up. So Nick Cage, have at it. <laughs> the Righteous Gemstones. I don't know what that is. Do you? What? The Righteous Gemstones? No. Savannah keeps talking about it. I don't know what it is. We don't have HBO, but we'll look it up. Um. But apparently this will be an eight-episode series, uh, and it's by the, from the, I don't know, I've never watched American Vandal. No. I've heard of it. Hmm. It's produced by the showrunner of that. Can, can I just comment real quick that I was having difficulty looking at that because on the side, all I kept seeing was somebody was revealing something about a kitty and it had a big weird thing on their head. What? Oh, this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we have to go there. <laughs> hey, it's Paul you know Lester who why you know who watches The Masked Singer. Paul loves that show, really. <laughs> and now I know why. Because it's got a big weird cat head. <laughs> That's disturbing. In the hey. TARDIS, apparently, if the TARDIS were powered by candlelight. Hey, Paul. <laughs> oh, the audio listeners are gonna love this part. That's a little bit. <laughs> Randy is panning over to this creepiest ever cat head mask singer. That almost that kind of out creepies cats. The movie a little yeah. bit, a little Incredible. bit. I like that the piano player has just like a big feather on their head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's quite the mask player. And why? And why do you have to put a mask on the piano player? Like, what is that? Why is that? Who was under the... Listen. <laughs> Paul says, meow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good one. I like that. We don't care about who's under the... We don't watch this. We just care about why is that that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Can you say thank you to that? Uh, thank you, Savannah, to that. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie will be in touch. <laughs> Steampunk TARDIS. I guess that does have a little TARDIS flare in the back there. It's got the That's roundels, a- at least. Yep. Oh, you know, you know that made me, that actually reminded me of some news that we probably put in the Grolix podcast group. Um, they're doing this crazy like cross-platform um oh yeah multimedia experience thing that's gonna involve like the 12th doctor and the 10th doctor and i, I think it was the eighth doctor and it's like um 
I don't know. It's crazy. It's got tenant looking all like post-apocalyptic in time, time Lord gear. Um, I forget what it's called, but it looks super cool. And I'm curious to see, um, Oh no, Eccleston's in it too. Um, but I don't know if he will be, I- I'm really hoping this will be his return to, to like the role in a big finish but it's also going to be in the comics. So it's likely that the ninth doctor stuff will be um, in comic form, which is, you know, it's fine. I think we should make it our mission to make the ninth doctor be good and be the doctor once in a while for us, because like we get, (laughs) we have to personally like get in contact with Eccleston. Yes. And be like, listen, man, I'm, you know, I'm hopeful because he has been doing a lot of appearances as the ninth doctor. And it seems like he's really made his peace with like the role of it. I don't know if he's made peace enough to like show up in a show, but I wouldn't rule out big finish because, you know, I mean, Tom Baker came back and did it. Granted, it's probably the only thing that Tom Baker can kind of do right now, but Tom Baker was kind of done with doctor who for decades. Yeah. No, that's that's the thing. Like Tom Baker is a good example because that happens once in a while where they're just like, no, and right. but you can only fight it for so long. And yeah. it, it's got to be, you know, if people are going to be your fans, you're for the rest of your life, and you know that they always will. Yeah, I could I can understand why they'd be annoyed to like you know I've done more than that. Yeah, I remember you were that one villain in what Thor two was it? Yeah, who, oh God, yeah. Who was that? He character? was a boring. He was a boring Melkar. <laughs> The elf. Yeah. Yeah. It's meh. But it wouldn't, but that's the thing. When maybe it takes them to realize that it doesn't matter how great or crappy or whatever, anything else they ever do in their career is, there will always still be people who love them as Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. I will give him the, that sounded weird. I will give him the, the, that being the first of the new series doctors. Mm-hmm. There's no way of knowing for sure what he was stepping into. Mm-hmm. Every doctor since, and most of the classic doctors after number after the first, kind of know what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. Like I think if you take that role, you know, regardless how long your run actually is, you're doc you're a doctor for life. Yeah. Right. And Eccleston wouldn't necessarily have known that. You there's no way to know if that series would have taken off, if the modern Doctor Who would have lasted a season and then fizzled or what? So maybe he should have known, but yeah. And real quick, is there, there's time Lord gear. What's time Lord gear. Well, I mean like the collar, you know, like, Oh, the, uh, okay, you know, okay. the I thing guess. that I hated about Cybermen in this last, you know, mm-hmm. this last series. Yeah. Cyber master, cyber masters. Yeah. Whatever. Cyber what did masters. he call them? Is that what oh, he called them? Oh God, I'm not ready to relive. Why that. wouldn't you call them cyber Lords? That makes sense. So I don't more know. Sense. It's a better name. <laughs> it's still, it's still a sore part. Yes. Uh, God, my two favorite things, and somehow you messed it up. <laughs> Cyber, Cybermen and the Master. That should be incredible. I'm going to have to look forward to that Doctor Who thing. I seen the story and I kind of read through it and I was like, I don't, I don't really understand what this is. So yeah, it's like so it's it's a crossover. It's like a it's, it's an cool. event, and it's going to span, you know, all sorts of stuff. Multimedia, so. yeah, I'm down for that. That's pretty cool, man. I love multimedia crafts and Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh. so put those two together. It's going to be confetti, Doctor. 
thing with paint and, and sparkle. Crocheted adipose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know what else is due for a comeback? Demolition Man. Yeah. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Why Why is this a thing? Because people are tired of toilet paper. That's why. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, they're going to have the three, the three seashells. They're going to have right. the bidet. Of and uh, yeah, we can't make physical contact anymore. So... <laughs> So, listen, I, I, I real and maybe you know what, I'm gonna have to revisit Demolition Man for GCU in the future. I will revisit Ooh, Demolition Man. Yeah, that could pair with some fun stuff. I've seen it. I seen it in the theaters when it first came out, which was apparently 1993. Holy crap! Well, I seen it in 1993 when it came out, mm-hmm. and then I, I, I think I've seen it post that. I've seen it once or twice on video. I was never really fond of it. It's kind of a goofy movie, but you know, oh what? for sure. With some distance. That's what you that- do. That's what you do. You pair Demolition Man with a goofy movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's not where I thought that was going. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, that's not what you do with it, but I couldn't resist. Maddie D, what's going on? The, if it wasn't a goofy movie, though, it wouldn't be any good. How do you not know the sea- three seashells? You don't have Facebook and you don't watch Demolition Man? There's something wrong with you. He doesn't know how to use them, though. Oh, no. Well, that's He clearly we knows the reference. Yeah. That's why we need the movie, because it'll explain it to us. <laughs> um, but but anyway, the goofiness is what makes it a good movie. If it was just Dem- Demolition Man, it would suck. But it's the, you know, the stupid c- c- commercial um, radio, <laughs> you know, songs of like the Jolly Green Giant, you know. Are you talking about Ooh. a goofy movie? No, I'm talking about <laughs> And everything, everything is Taco Bell. Yeah. Depending where you live, in other countries it was, what was it, McDonald's or Burger King or something, because they Taco Bell's not prevalent, so it would they'd be like what? They oh really? I yeah. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And I want to make you have a mindgasm. Whoa! <laughs> That's what I mean. There's a, the social distancing you can't touch, so you have <laughs> mindgasms. That's true. You know what? Maybe it's time for Demolition Man. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. But if we do the Goofy movie and the Demolition Man mashup, you'd be like, gosh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get some Taco Bell. Actually... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to use the three seashells. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. Um Demolition Man, the, the version of the future in Demolition Man is kind of like it, it. It's a perfect setup for the meme of like, this is the future the SJWs want. <laughs> this is the future the liberals want. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be fine, and it'd be like Stallone would be an old guy, um, and he's the commissioner or whatever now, and he's got to unfreeze some new guy, and be like, I know, I know, but you'll get used to it, and then. Sandra Bullock's not there anymore because she will, you know, doesn't do that. Actually, that would be a good so uh, Demolition Man and either either the um, Captain America movie where he's unfrozen kind of thing right. would be a good pair, or or you could go full on bat crap crazy and you could go with Time Cop with uh, JV. Yeah, yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah. Jean Claude. Nobody can do splits like John Claude Van Damme. The muscles from Brussels. <laughs> uh, 
So for audio listeners, I got to highlight it. Uh, Jerry the Gnome says, pair it with the Woody Allen movie Sleeper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there you go. But also, Jerry doesn't just says, just don't give me any rat flat burgers. No. No. Why'd you make burgers? Why'd you make it burgers? (laughs) Rat flat burgers. That'd be better than like the rat on a stick that they, you know, traditionally have. I don't want to eat no nasty. You can still see it's parts uh, oh that's a good pairing encino man with demolition man then you have the man man connection yeah, wait that's true in wait, what? D- demo Cino. um so <laughs> pass that. here's my pitch here's my pitch for demolition man 2 dennis leary was the leader of their like anti uh pc revolution mm-hmm. people so here's where you go with demolition man 2 the society is basically flipped. Dennis Leary is the Trump-esque, uh, <laughs> like vulgar leader We've, of the country. I, I now. Since we've gone too far, yeah. Mm-hmm. Except we, I would much prefer a Dennis Leary, even if he was still like doing the same stuff. I would prefer he, Dennis Leary. He's like running down the streets, covered in Jello, naked, running a parade. I want them to do. I want them to CGI um, Dennis Hopper, a la Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want for demolition too. <laughs> Paul, Paul is saying all I'm saying because they blew up the facility. All I'm saying is the sequel is impossible. No oh, sequel yeah. is never impossible. What are you talking about? No. Yeah, just because they blew up one facility doesn't mean they lost the technology. right fight club. By the way, the entirety of this whole story came from uh, Sylvester Stallone, and I watched a good chunk of it. Like he's got like he went on Instagram on lot. He went live on Instagram standing out somewhere while somebody's like waiting for him or something, but for like 15 minutes and just answered questions. It's, it's not as interesting as watching Jeff Goldblum just do or say anything, but it is kind of fascinating to watch Sly Stone, like not as a character answering people's questions. Right. He's Um, oddly articulate. Yeah. It's super interesting. Nobody ever really realizes how smart the dude is, but Uh he's really smart. And basically, so apparently there was, and I'm pulling this from comicbook.com, but one of the questions I think was about Demolition Man 2, because there have been rumors that that's been supposedly been in the works. Um, And he confirmed, uh, quote, I think there is, oh, if if a sequel could could actually happen. And he said, I think there is. We're working on it right now with Warner Brothers, and it's looking fantastic. So that should come out. That's going to happen. So oh, wow. Demolition Man 2 is a thing. How Demolition Man 2, how to wipe your butt. I feel like the three seashells, I feel like the three seashells isn't a wipe situation, though. It's no, no it's replacing wiping. It's more I am it's gotta be like a spray. So and it's then a maybe a right? maybe a dryer too. I don't know. Oh god. <laughs> Jerry the gnome. Arnold Schwarzenegger is thawed out. And Stallone and Arnold have to fight a new dictator that was one of the kids from Kindergarten Cop. Now, if the, if you're going to do that, then you need, I mean, like, because he has to be thawed out, then he has to be Mr. Freeze, right? Oh, oh no. Yeah, he's, right. <laughs> he, he's, he's just be... been chilling out for too long. Uh, that's too good, though. They've got to be worse. They've got to make no sense. <laughs> no, I know. The Ice Age. That's not even a pun. It's just a not even a good joke. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Oh, here's one. We skipped over this one, but 
Oh yeah, this is good. This is good news, actually. It's our boy. Yep. It's a boy. It's our boy. Oh yeah. It's your boy. You know when all the YouTubers start when they're like, "It's your boy." They're talking about Taki Watiti. Mm-hmm. Yep. Only they don't. Only you don't say the name like you're drunk. You usually don't say it right at all. I got closer though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so apparently, I mean, here's the whole story. This is, was this is also from several days ago, but from Deadline.com. Uh, he's to attach to write and direct to co-write and direct a new Star Wars movie. When's he going to have time to do this? He's attached to so. Yeah, he's the new Guillermo del Toro, isn't he? Is this this is this is taking this is the Flash Gordon movie we were supposed to get, isn't it? Oh, this is the Flash Gordon movie we we're supposed to get. I don't know. That's speculation. Disney swooped in and they're like, "We got you, Star um, Wars instead." They're like, "You can just put." Captain, whatever, whichever one, and some silver panties, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> Harrison Ford in silver panties. Oh god! Like he, well, his character, his character, just <laughs> it'd be more like a diaper. Let's get real. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be like it's it's him. It's it's it'd be some kind of cool space Technicolor diaper. <laughs> <laughs> rainbow par- rainbow dance party diaper. What is he looking at? Is <laughs> Uh, his muse. Mm. Maybe just maybe Jeff Goldblum is up there. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> dude, says, dude. Yes. If Taika Waititi uh, involves Jeff Goldblum in any way, shape, or form in a Star Wars movie, I'm in. Right? That's yeah. true. He should be the new bad guy under like a God. Make him a droid. Make him a three PO. <laughs> <laughs> that is the kind of role he because you know he's the rock guy like that would yeah. that's the perfect type of place to except i want to see his facial expression so he can't be yeah you know what i want them i want him to follow through this is a lot of star star wars fans would be very upset about this i want him to take take the reins from rain johnson follow that lead no CGI, practical everything. He's going to be a silver robot. It's going to look more like the painted up Tin Man from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yes, that's that's what that's the move. That's the Star Wars I want. <laughs> I don't care about the rest of the story. His name's attached. <laughs> oh, but it does point out though he's been involved with the Mandalorian. And he mm. directed some of that and stuff. Oh, so. that's right. Oh, and you know Disney. It's still Thor Ragnarok and Disney. It's still he's still with Disney. So like they're gonna keep shoveling him money to make him good stuff. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So when's the no? Well, I guess <laughs> when's anything getting filmed now? But when's the next? You know, I, I'm kind of excited for the next Thor. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited for this related story too. What? The female focused Star Wars series from Russian Dolls, Leslie Headland, and work at Disney. Ooh, there you go. Hot off the presses from April twenty second. <laughs> <laughs> um, Russian Doll was really good. Russian Doll was good. That was a Netflix show. If you haven't checked it out, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And a famous fo- female focused Star Wars series is good for you know all the men out there. For all the men who just loved <laughs> what's her name Ray. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. for you guys. Yeah. You, you know what? You guys can use a little bit of it, though, because we watched a thing, and I know it was old, but we watched a thing earlier on the internet where these guys were playing some game where you're becoming a woman, and good lord, they know nothing. They know 
absolutely nothing. You can't take anything they say. It's a funhouse video. You can't take anything. They well, say it was. Video. It wasn't fun. No, <laughs> it was. It was painful to watch because they know nothing. Well, you know what? Speaking of. Of what? Okay, I don't have a good segue. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of not knowing what we're doing. <laughs> his his family. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, first off, yes, Thor and Star Wars crossover. If it's like Thor Ragnarok, do it all. At all. all. Yeah, please. Uh, his family is chained in Disney's basement until he finishes the movies. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, yeah, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, it's getting good results. <laughs> <laughs> he's really funny for a guy that's going through lots of trauma <laughs> right <laughs> he's handling it well <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A, little, a little too well speaking of disney there you go speaking oh, of disney this one disney's live action hercules won't be a direct remake according to the russos guess who Good. thought that might be the case last week you and me because i'm like they can't do it um yeah i mean it, it, okay we'll, we'll get to the i'm reading this from cinemablend.com by the way credit and all that so the as anthony russo explained quote well i think you always have to bring something new to the table because from our perspective as storytellers it's not compelling for us to do a literal translation we've already done that with our marvel films we don't do little literal translations of the we don't do literal literal translations of the comics because we feel like if we want that story you can go read that story we're going to give you a different story. I think we're going I think we'll do something that's in the vein of the original and inspired by it, but we also bring something some new elements to the table. Okay, for real quick. They did not do a little literal translation of the Marvel movies. No, th- that quote is a little weird because he says like we did that with Marvel. And by did that I mean we didn't do that. Yeah. Is basically right. what he's saying. It, it, and you know, maybe the my pacing of the no, my inflection no, he, doesn't he said it wrong you, you said it wrong anthony russo <laughs> richer than god now i would assume i don't think god is rich why but he doesn't need money all things <laughs> he's omnipotent god is, god is like america number one in all ways except better except better <laughs> Joe Russo said, "Both us and our kids are Hercules fanatics, and we had and we had heard that Disney was interested in revisiting it, and we're in love with the original. And we made a case as to why we felt we would be the right we would be right to produce the film. And here we are. Here's I mean, his case. I feel like I feel like he's ping ponging this this whole time. Like he's like, it's totally not going to be like the original. We love the original." Uh-huh. right <laughs> like wait what's well, real and the first one he's like you know we're definitely going to do something that's in the vein of the original and inspired by it but also not yeah but we love it <laughs> and we're I, super fans of it my, how can he say the original because that is not oh, yeah that, that is not the original that's Hercules. ignoring <laughs> that there was ever probably 50 other Hercules movies <laughs> like, before the Disney. What do you movie? mean? Right. What do you mean somebody else wrote this on a pot? <laughs> right? Exactly. Or <laughs> you mean somebody the, else wrote this story. This is a Disney original. Or yeah, the story that predates Meg is a princess. How many Hercules does it take? Oh god. How many Hercules, How many Hercules movies have there been? Oh. Google eat it. No. Google the says rock. Two Hercules. <laughs> the Rock. That's it. 
list of films featuring Hercules. Man, the Italians love them. Uh-huh. If you smell what the son of Zeus is cooking. There's probably like 40 here. So, no. Yeah. And that's just movies. Yeah. Google has been bought out. Okay, let's see. As long as it stars... Oh, oh, this is this is about Star Wars. As long as it has stars and a war, I'm good. <laughs> um, if DeVito doesn't play Phil, I riot. I think... I think he, he said that last week. He yeah. might have mentioned that last week. He's all, He's sticking to it. Is he still around? DeVito? Yeah. yeah. I feel like he's been like 80 for 30 years. Since the 70s? Yeah. I don't know. Um, don't forget Hercules in New York. Okay. Was that Arnold? Was that Arnold? I don't know. I feel like it was. I think that's Arnold. Hercules. Hercules. Wasn't there a dog movie named Hercules? Yeah, that was like Arnold's first like American film. That's a bad movie. What this? Yeah. Can you tell? It's like I'm I'm Buff Godzilla man. Well, that's just the poster. <laughs> right. I'm but, Buff Godzilla man. But I'm pretty sure that's one of uh the ones where like it was one of his early movies, so you know. He's got. He's always had the Arnold accent, but it maybe was a little thicker. But also, like he wasn't known, so they just overdubbed him with some other guy, and it does not. It's so wrong. Oh, oh, that's with Arnold. Arnold uh, credited as Arnold Strong. Oh, he didn't have the sway to bring his whole name over from from the old country. They were like, we want them to be able to pronounce this. Okay. <laughs> Devito was just in Jumanji, really. They, they redid Jumanji. Yeah, yeah, and the second, um, the second, the, the sequel to the new Jumanji. The second new Jumanji. Jumanji. Now, welcome to the jungle, um, Jumanji: The Next Level, because now it's a video game. I remember, it's got the Rock it's and got your the favorite rock. Amy Pond. Oh, yeah, and Jack Black. So there's yeah. a reason that I've never got all the best. Song. Yeah, it was it was it was a fun dumb movie to go see, but it's. Was yeah. it okay? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It just didn't strike my fancy. I would have blown up the theaters if I had known it was happening. <laughs> who who hates the theater owners now? Oh, <laughs> uh, if they're going to be playing something with all three of those people in it. Well, fortunately, theaters are still closed, so they don't have to worry about that. You know who was also closed? The Alamo Draft House, but they are keyed into the times because oh. Alamo Draft House has launched. Alamo on demand VOD service. There we go. Curated titles and collections for Alamo fans. Or you could just use Netflix. Yeah, but they probably got stuff Netflix don't have. Plus, you know, it's that niche thing. So there are definitely there are certain movies you you'll see at Alamo like they carry certain certain kinds of movies. You know, like My Little Pony. Yes. <laughs> and Knives Out. Apparently. I don't know what that is. Miami connection. I think they're responsible for like finding a, a master of that and cleaning it up and distributing it. So I have heard of Saint Singray and Parasite though. Yeah, you know when they got the Ruth yeah. Bader Ginsburg uh, movie right above that. So these are flicks. these are not things you're gonna just normally see on Netflix. Probably it's like a mix of genre. It's cult cult movies, genre, art house, cult films, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But theverge.com, this is, I think I seen this reported today. 
Uh, basically, Alamo On Demand will include a library of films available to both rent and purchase. And it's uh, selected and curated by the company's programming team. And what else? Yeah. That's good. What else is there to say? Yeah, it's cool. It's cool if you're, yeah, if you're into that. Yeah. It's better than watching movies with a bunch of drunk people. I, you mm, depends you, on what movie. <laughs> oh, and, and Paul, actually, everybody's got comments about drinking, but can they deliver a beer to my home? Question mark says, uh, says Matt or Jerry, depending on what state you live in, probably. Paul says, yeah, because it's cleaner to drink at home. Mm-hmm. Because that's all that, it, that's why I don't care for that place particularly. Because every time, I've only been there like three times. Every time I've been, there's been tons of drunk people. Um, popcorn in those big weird bowls that it spills out of super easy. And, oh, the and then just, bowls, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I'd rather not. I've only gone once and I think it was with you, Jesse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Met, met, met you guys up there. We got to watch Enter the Dragon in the theater. Yeah. I, I think it was I an like original it. film cut too. You know, it, like it, it was sweet. That's why I mean, Alamo Draft House, they're sticking around. AMC, they might be a thing of the past, but Alamo's well, if, got. Dundee the Theater would. Yeah, Dundee's Dundee Theater. It's kind of. Yeah. It's taken that. It's taken this place. It basically, like, it feels. So, Midnight Movies, Dundee Theater, they used to do midnight movie showings. It's not, like, totally unique to to here but it was an omaha thing um but i feel like people kind of keyed into that kind of thing and alamos basically made its whole business that right but i'm saying which is, if it ever would be where what she savannah said she watched the new depeche mode movie there she watched the depeche mode movie there in november i'm assuming mm-hmm. right. dundee's still a thing but it's definitely different. The new owners. I, I somebody was telling me all about it, but I don't remember enough to like really accurately. It was like closed forever. I for a long pretty time. much forgot it. it was a thing, you know. And the new the the people that run it now pushed it more towards art house and less towards genre, hmm. which is fine. But like we already had the uh, film streams or whatever. Yeah, we already had film streams. We didn't need another art house the art house theater. We wanted our genre. Actually, what I really want is to go back in time and save the Indian Hills Theater because that place was amazing. And I had lots of wonderful memories with that place and everything would be great there. They had the biggest freaking screen. Oh, I, w- I think when did they close? Doesn't matter. I think I went there. I think the last theater or the last movie time I was there was when they re-released The Exorcist. But it wasn't the first time I went and seen the re-release of The Exorcist. It was the second time, so it, it was after the jump scare time. I've told the story before. We don't need to get into it again. Um, I saw Honey, I Have Shrunk Kids there at the at the Indian Hills Theater, and my friend convinced me when I was a child that they actually had a slide and things set up back behind the screen, and if we could just get back there, we could play. <laughs> <laughs> and we That's had a lot funny. of trouble for that. Outhouse, yes. That was that's what I was saying. The outhouse theater, art house. <laughs> some people might consider outhouse theater, but you need to get some class, sir. Some culture. Get some culture, you swine. <laughs> <laughs> that's not really directed at Paul. That's directed no. at a hypothetical. Yeah, hypotheticals, bougie. Yeah, 
I feel like I should have some popcorn right now. <laughs> well, after this, we can. Okay. Okay. I got one more, and this is mainly for you. <gasps> for me? Uh, this is from IndieWire.com. If audio listeners are ever like, why does he always pause? It's because I'm pulling up the screen for video listeners. Get with the times. <laughs> <laughs> the times, you know. Oh, 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 my jungle love. Uh, HBO Max will stream Crunchyroll anime titles at launch. Cool. Um, so basically, HBO Max is just whatever Disney doesn't own and Netflix doesn't have the current rights to. HBO Max is just going to swallow it. Is that what the, <laughs> well, is the deal it like? Is? It kind of sounds like they made Crunchyroll redundant. Right. Right. Like why? Why not just get HBO Max then? Because they're probably not going to have all the Asian dramas that Crunchyroll has. There and is if a you're lot. into Asian uh, dramas, there's a lot of them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, so they're only going to have, at least at launch, uh, 17 Crunchyroll titles. Um, one of which is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Ooh! Yeah. The Full Metal! The Full Metal Alchemist! <laughs> full Metal. Uh, so, when is this thing launching? May 27th. Really interesting. Um, so yeah, basically, good, probably a good time to launch a streaming service, unless you're Quibi. Right, right. <laughs> right. Don't add us, Quibi. No, don't. I should check my Grolix mail for a, minute, a bit. I should. Um, so the series will be available in dubbed and subtitled versions. Ties into our conversation a couple weeks ago, um, and will include. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, and the Crunchyroll original series, In Slash Spectre. Um, also, keep your hands off of, what is that, Izouken? Sure. You know what? It was a mistake for me to think I could start reading these. I'm not going <laughs> to do, do it. You can do Kill La Kill. Kill La Kill. Well, I know, I know they're going to have, uh, have Doctor Who, too. Like they swooped, Who? they swooped in and they got uh Doctor Who from Amazon because Amazon Prime had all the new Who. They're they're gonna have Doom Patrol, they're gonna have Doctor Who, and they're gonna have Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. They're gonna have Doom Patrol. They're they're yeah DC. It's it's um yeah all the DC it? stuff is getting ported over there. Yeah, Warner Brothers. I thought they were starting their own. Well, they I'm, do have oh, their they, own. They've but... had their own. Oh another app that's going to be made relatively redundant unless you use it for comics. Right. Okay. Well, that sounds wonderful. Hey, look, it's that chick again. Her? Yeah. Oh, I guess it's both of them, huh? They're talking about Westworld, huh? <laughs> so Westworld, welcome to the new, oh, future tunnel t- titles, Hunter x Hunter. You love that one. I love that one. Yeah. And Death Note. Death Note. I love that one too. Only I like, I like the uh, anime Death Note. I do not like the live action. It's wrong. Okay, so HBO Max subscription will cost fourteen ninety nine a month. Um, you better if if I don't like it, I'm gonna come after you, Paul. But we'll carry offer. <laughs> let's see. It'll have stuff from DC Extended Universe films and a suite of classic classic films curated by the AT and T owned Turner Classic Movies and series such as The Big Bang Theory. Oh, oh yeah, they got the big. That's a big pull though. That's like that's a big get. Oh, and friends. And friends. What? Holy moly. The Boondocks. Oh, the Boondocks was fun. And the guy and Gossip Girl. Just weird. Just everything. It's everything. Huh. I like I like hearing stories from the people who made friends. Oh, wait. Friends. 
You know where you guys talked about this exact thing? Where? Weird. Okay. On uh, the 24-hour um, Starfighter thing with Moose, and he just dropped that episode recently, the ABCs of pop culture. You guys dove into Friends a little bit and even talked about, I think, Chuck Lorre or whatever, the guy that did um, Big Bang Theory. So there's your segue to Pimpage. Big Bang Theory does suck. Thank you, Savannah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah, we love racist shows. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Racist? <laughs> oh, Boondocks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boondocks is fun. So, yes. Uh, go watch it. Listen to it. <laughs> I was just You know where you can find that show and others? You can go electronic to media electronic... Electronicmediacolonic.com <laughs> <laughs> You didn't know about that one, right? Don't don't search for that in Google. <laughs> no, yeah. So Paul released the episode. I'm, I'm glad he I'm glad he put it out. It's on uh it's on Bullspit. It just bullshit with Bullspit with Moose. <laughs> Paul, you did it to me. I haven't slept in so long. <laughs> he didn't slip until now. I did so good. Um, so but melanie didn't not on the stream last night she dropped the hard c Woo! Uh, it's funny because you guys called me out in that in that segment because it was like it's you know after You're 24 right. hours of streaming they're like there have been only two f-bombs and it was eddie and jesse that did it I, my mind was blown that you were one of them yeah yeah i don't know i don't even remember when i did it i remember doing it because i immediately went like oh. <laughs> and, and so i can't deny it it happened but i don't even know when and where I so forgot. we're talking about yeah the 24-hour uh last starfighters group it's the last starfighters group yep the last starfighters entertainment group entertainment group it's uh, a mouthful <laughs> they, did a, they did a 24-hour live stream which i think we talked about last week we did I remember yeah. but i yeah oh yeah we did and I was on, uh, Paul invited me on, and I was on with Paul and Billy for this pretty cool segment of uh, ABCs of the ABCs of pop culture. And you can hear the that in audio form without having to try to track down the, the live video um, on Paul's podcast, uh, Just Bull Spit with Moose, which you can check out at electronicmediacollective.com slash bullspit. Billy is a little child's name, and if it's a man's name, it makes me want to do that thing where, I, like, you go to the glass and you like pull your shirt. Oh, like, oh Billy! Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is that in group chats, that's what Axton does all the time. He throws that <laughs> gif up of <laughs> of Jim Carrey just doing that. <sighs> the Cable Guy is a good movie. It is really surprisingly like good movie. movie. Yeah. Unlike Will Ferrell, Jim Carrey had a pretty solid record. There's some bad Jim Carrey movies, but not as many as there are bad Will Ferrell movies. Will, Will Ferrell's only good when he's not trying to be funny. And that's I, Holly would right. totally agree with that. Like her favorite, uh, her favorite Will Ferrell movies, probably her the only Will Ferrell movie she likes is Stranger Than Fiction. Right, me too. Accurate. That's she said, "Yeah, she said accurate from the other room." I'm not, I haven't seen it, so I don't have a favorite Will Ferrell movie. Oh well, that that one's it's actually pretty good. Decent. Yeah. Jerry agrees with you. Hand to God, Mel, I agree with you. Yeah, see, everybody knows it. Although the, the phrasing makes me think like he's just worried you're going to beat him. <laughs> <laughs> cable Guy is on Crackle right now. Man, Cable Guy d- deserves so much better than Crackle, but it also feels appropriate. 
It's very <laughs> underrated. People, I don't, I don't know why. It's never really. It's because see it's so good people don't really <laughs> like it i don't get it like it's definitely my favorite of the early jim carrey movies it's because, because it took jim carrey in a different direction and people right, didn't like right. that so it's a little jarring particularly in that time frame but you go back and you watch that movie i just rewatched it not too long ago because it was like free with ads on voodoo you know because that's what happens to movies that are on crackle. Um, right. <laughs> and also, I also I think I could be wrong, but I feel like it was the first time you had seen um, Matthew Broderick since like the 80s. in like a long time. Yeah, and it, and it yeah. wasn't what people were expecting from him either. That's true. Did he do Inspector Gadget before or after Cable Guy? Because <laughs> I feel like his his career just kind of took a turn. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's a good. I feel like it was after. Yeah. What about? I don't uh, know that either were particularly good for his career. What though. about election? Right. Election, I feel like was before. Because they kind of. But that's like, kind of indie. They seem like the same kind of a character to me a little bit. Like they're like try to be good guys, but they're really actually kind of greasy ass hats. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> All right, let's go to his filmography. Let's take a look it's in a book. Reading Rainbow. Um, where's the cable guy where is it okay and dude actually he worked pretty consistent really through oh, the, the 80s the, into the, the 90s that's because we just never saw any of the stuff that he did because in 90s hit and he started doing some uh voice okay there was a little bit of gap um he was in the freshman in 1990 and then 92 out on a limb 93 the night we never met he was the voice of adult simba in 94 lion king and then he did a, there's a couple other oh the road to Wellview, Wellville I like the road to Wellville which I don't think did well but I do remember it and I think I remember you talking about it yeah and some other stuff um and yeah. then the cable guy the thief and the cobbler came out the same year as the cable guy so it, it was before election and it was before um election wasn't till 99 mm-hmm. how do you go from doing election the same year you did inspector gadget I don't he know. needed money. <laughs> was it Sarah Michelle? Not he, Sarah he, Michelle. He Dower. married worse um, and had to go Sarah, money. Sarah Jessica Parker needed some dress money or something. <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah, yeah, they're married. Needed a saddle. <laughs> <laughs> she don't listen. It's fine. <laughs> she doesn't. I, I I messaged her. I said, don't listen. To Nobody me. likes her anyway. All right. Anyway, actually, I I did like her and girls just want to have fun. But that's not, I didn't really like her. I just liked the movie. And so I have to like her kind of because she was in it. But that's because Cindy Lauper rocks. Okay, that's cool. Move on. Savannah's right. Uh, she was probably, she was probably making more money than Matthew Broderick at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So he was just trying to not look like a chump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He needed dress money. <laughs> yeah. The election was 98. Oh, okay. Well, we. Wikipedia, you know, not not guaranteed to be completely accurate. Did they film election or was it? I think it was election in, in Omaha. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Omaha and Lincoln and stuff. I know they did Mallrats, but what? Yeah, they filmed. Yeah, that's how I met. Uh, what's her name? Bad word. Brenda. She was Brenda from Nineteen One Zero. Shannon Doherty. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Doesn't seem right. Okay, we'll look it up. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. 
I know this is not exciting, but I was say I don't know what to talk about right now. Uh, I, I liked uh, I liked Mallrats when I watched it. Well, there are. Do you know what mall it would have been? It was filmed in a mall in no. Eden Prime, Minnesota. Okay, sure. Due to lower production costs, because of course they wanted to do New Jersey. Oh yeah. Maybe you're thinking another movie. I can't be. It had to have been that one because Shannon Doherty was here. She's done a couple others. And I remember because I took, I drove us there, and this one guy was obsessed with her, and he bought her a necklace. It was Shannon Doherty. Well, that's fine, but she's done other movies. Okay. Was it about Schmidt? She's not in that. No. <laughs> Election was there, yeah. Here's some stuff that's been filmed in Omaha, Nebraska, or at least have seen scenes filmed. Downsizing. Up in the air, election to Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. I don't get why I didn't like that movie. I don't get why it was so popular. Um, American Idol about Schmidt. Okay, that doesn't count. The writer, the Indian runner, Citizen Ruth. I remember Indian runner too. Uh, Boys Town, Trading Space, Trading Space. Oh, TV show. <laughs> Sorry. Well, then I, I just don't know. That life is lying to me. Okay, well, how about this? Shannon Doherty? Gone in the Night, 1996 TV movie starring Shannon Doherty. Okay, maybe that's what it was then, I guess. You know, I all, yeah, yeah. I wonder if Shannon Doherty was here and we went and saw her and some guy gave her a necklace and she was not nice about it. That does yeah. not surprise me. She, she got a lot of press for being kind of not friendly, I guess. Wes Sorry, boy. Wesley Snipes is not nearly as hot in a dress as John Leguizamo. Oh man, John Leguizamo was hot in a dress. See, he has yeah, feminine features. Yeah, more delicate features. Yeah, as someone always tells me, he can pull it off. Yeah. You do have delicate features, but they're beautiful. I'm rugged. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Savannah met Ethan Embry. Yeah, we, we know. know. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Embry. <laughs> Ethan Embry seems pretty cool, though. Yeah. Did you ask him why he changed his name? What was his name? It used to be... I can't remember, but when he was in the movie Dutch as a child, he had a different last name. And then he changed it to Embry when he became an adult. Okay. All right. Oh, she didn't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What else we got? Okay, so we pimped pimped, uh, Paul's thing. Hey, Twitch.tv, Jerry, you're already there. You know the deal. Twitch.tv, uh, I mean, honestly, except for tonight, because we're streaming there already right at this very moment, every night at 10, I'm there. <laughs> uh, I don't know how long I'm going to keep that streak going, but like I said, it's pretty much replaced my game or TV time. That's my game time. So I'm like, well, I'll just do it on Twitch. Um, Speaking of Jerry. Hi, Jerry. Are you going to talk his stuff? You should listen to... <laughs> oh, actually, I am going to mention Matt's stuff because he's producing a new show on the network it just joined not long ago and if you got kids it's probably a podcast they might want to listen to it's called hey i got a new book and uh it's it's a kid it's a kids podcast like the with Green kids. Ray, like reading rainbow except if lavar burton was a child too like it's as far as i could tell it's all children that sounds awesome and they talk about books that sounds super awesome i'm impressed he also produced and hosts uh comics with my kids uh-huh. and i believe there's been a new episode of both of those recently. Um, episode two dropped yesterday of uh, I Got a New Book. It will be on the EMC site very shortly. 
um, in which and comics with my kids is in which uh, Matt talks with his kids about comic books that they like. And sixties. My son and nephew. Oh, is that I got a new book? He talks with my son and nephew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I got a new book is Matt's son and nephew. Cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I'm sure there maybe there's others, but it's very unique to listen to a podcast and not hear an adult voice. Yeah, that sounds, it's interesting. Yeah, sounds like something I've never heard before. That's something a kid would like. Mm-hmm. Indoctrinate your kids to podcasts. Listen to I got a new book. Start them young. Yep, and then make them want to podcast themselves, and then pay Randy. oh man editing a kid's podcast oh i don't know what man i don't know what your edit time is like on that uh matt but i do not envy that i do not envy you there so so growlix (laughs) what are you talking about just just like cigarettes start them young (laughs) thank you for smoking or not smoking or whatever that movie is but you can also you can hear that show on uh, electronicmediacollective.com. It's our pod, our podcast network. I run that thing. You know who we need to get Savannah started on a podcast, and then we'll all be podcasters. She loves oh, to talk. She's she, <laughs> Savannah's been on podcasts. She might have been on podcasts before we were. She was. That predates me. See Savannah, you need to jump on it. You're an old old hat. Is that the expression? <laughs> old hand, <laughs> old hat at it. You're an old, old hat. <laughs> You're all that. We're gonna get a patch for you. We're gonna put a new brim on you. You'll be real nice. This is the most like custom tailored podcast for like three people on earth that's ever existed. <laughs> Our live shows are for three people and three people only. And you know what? One, two, three viewers. Yep, there, what a there they are. <laughs> we just need to start talking to other people that aren't there, and eventually maybe they'll start watching too. Yeah, they'll, they'll just wander in and be like, oh. Yeah, they're already talking about me. Every once in a while, we get we get some rotating cast of characters. Like Andrew Schmidt will pop in once in a while, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Savannah was a regular on Scurvy Cast. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if Scurvy Cast is still going. I don't think it is. But I could be wrong. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. But who knows? Uh, you don't think you could do a podcast by yourself? I bet you could. I could. No, I mean it'd be something like yeah, yeah. conversational. Okay, I need a drink. You don't drink. <laughs> of Diet Pepsi. Of that delicious, refreshing Diet Pepsi. Actually, it's not so delicious right now. <laughs> it's, it's flat and warm. A little mm. flat, a little warm. Oh, they took down the episodes. Oh. Oh, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I mean, podcasting is its always a risk because, you know, somebody's usually somebody has to pay for that. Unless you upload them to archive.org. Yeah. <laughs> Paul says, Savannah, let's do the Grolix fan club podcast. <laughs> as long as you don't do this, uh, the, the Grolix, uh, the Grolix Quibi fan cast. Right. You'll be okay. Quibi won't, we won't come after you. Quibi might no. though. Yeah. What if there was a Grolix fan cast that was better than our podcast? <laughs> it probably would be <laughs> careful. Yeah. They got a bigger following happen. than our show. Right. And they would just talk about the topics that we talked about. Actually, probably improve our show somehow. (laughs) Like if their show was better than ours, that's a good pick. Sixties reboot. uh, Matt's other podcast will be doing uh, Lost in Space soon. Uh, That's a good pick. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know why I hadn't thought of Lost of Space. Yeah, you could Lost recast that. Really, that'd be a really fun to recast. I know they've done it a few times. I mean, there's a Netflix show now, but like, it'd be fun to recast with pre-existing, you know, actors or whatever. Yeah, but, but they gave Robbie the robot a sexy butt. That's weird. Yeah, it's real weird. Is it sexy? People Prince online robot thought the it third. was sexy. Mm. The thirst. Sixties <laughs> reboot will do a commentary track of Grolic's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Hey, that's kind of how he got started, right? He was he was yelling at his podcasts when he would listen to us. So <laughs> that's right. That's that's how that's how uh, Matt got his start yelling that's at us. That's why we keep. Insp- that's how we keep inspiring people to start their own podcasts. They're just like. <gasps> I could do this. <laughs> All right. like, it's an editing nightmare. Yeah, because editing this is a nightmare. <laughs> right, right, Randy? <laughs> That's why the live shows aren't edited. That's right. <laughs> Have fun editing a commentary of this. All right, everybody. Uh yeah, let's 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 wrap this up. This is this was a fun episode. It was fun. Yeah. Um have a good Can I ask a real quick question? Do you think a nipple would be weird if it didn't have an areola? Yeah, because it'd just be a spike. <laughs> <laughs> right. You would just call it a spike, I think. No. <laughs> okay. I guess I am weirdo. I'm weirdo. Okay. I got to read uh, Jerry the Gnome's comments before the areola thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and you guys still don't hear me when I t- yell at radio. Uh, and I think the yes. Oh, yes. A nub. <laughs> And Savannah says, "What now?" <laughs> I just think I don't like the I don't like the, that part. This should all turn into the nub, <laughs> <laughs> and nothing else. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> Paul's giving us our segue again. What's interesting, Melanie? What should we be amazed by? Should... Oh, poop! I didn't even look at it up. Oh, but I can do the one from before. You have so much knowledge. Okay, well, let's do... Okay, they, <laughs> you they, should. they recently... Um, Decided that nipples should have no... <laughs> no, they built um, <laughs> a, an engine um, that is... It's basically like a... Think of like an air filter, I guess. It's like a circle with like little notches in it. And so they, they shoot the uh, gases into it, and then it ignites um, continually, like over and over and over. But it's faster than the speed of sound. It's supersonic. Um, and it's, uh, it's more efficient than current rockets. It's going to be way lighter and use way less fuel. Um, and so it's going to possibly revolutionize space travel if, but the issue is that it has to be very, very exact in the amounts of fuel that it shoots into each chamber and, uh, and has to do it really quickly, obviously too. So, but they made one that works. So they're, you know, they're working on amping it up so that they can use it in uh, all the rockets from now on and hopefully it's cool it's supersonic super, engine woo yeah yeah that's interesting fires cylinders faster than speed of sound yeah they spin, it spins faster than the speed of sound and it's just continual detonations I wonder what it sounds like probably loud alright by the way <laughs> viewers if you're wondering why I'm making weird faces, and I don't know about Jesse, but I'm, been, I'm no, making, me too. I've been I'm, the whole time. I'm just like, I'm listening to Mel, but I'm trying to keep a straight face because I'm also reading the comments. It's, and you guys are just stuck on the nub. Yeah, it's, the comments, 
just are hard to deal with after Melanie <laughs> talked about the nipple. Except except Jerry's talking about um, uh, breast can breast cancer survivors mm-hmm. after reconstruction. Like there's no nipples or areola, but they got them tattooed on. I wouldn't get nipples tattooed on. I'd get just get a, like a whole chest tattoo. If if that were me, of a nipple. No, not of a nipple. Of like, <laughs> like a big graffiti style though. It's super stylized. It's, it's like a cartoon nipple, right on your chest. No. <laughs> like a Minecraft one. <laughs> a Minecraft nipple. No. Like a block. <laughs> no, I get like I get like the thing where like you know God's touching the human man's finger. I get like a big thing like that. You God's get the do you get the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel? Yes, that's what I get across my chest and said. The birth of man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay we have to stop this <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, all right boy oh man see on twitch i tell you like the last hour of our show just goes completely off the rails and we get really bizarre yeah yeah no kidding can you imagine when melanie like melanie just dis- like all melanie decided topics podcast would be fantastic <laughs> like we scrap all this tv talk and all the news yeah, it's just yeah. like what does melanie like give us yeah. a list of things that's uh-huh. that's probably what a certain melanie and chill podcast type thing would be oh. <laughs> okay all right everybody have a good weekend uh have a good friday and then weekend and uh Join join me join me on Twitch tomorrow night. I, I'm pretty sure I'll be streaming tomorrow night. And uh do all the things, have all the fun responsibly. Have responsible oh, have responsible fun. <laughs> and go to grolicspodcast.com for more responsible fun. <laughs> Get your humble bundles. Just yeah. add a slash humble. Slash humble. That'll take you right, right to humble bundle. Uh, Jesse, do you have anything specific you want to mention to people before we go? Uh, n- not, no. I mean, uh, I'm I have officially joined the guys over at um, Make Eternia Great Again that podcast, and so you can see me doing more of those like Rammy reads videos and that kind of thing. You strup so. it. <laughs> I'm a strup it. You, uh, you, you. What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> That's cross promoter. You tart. <laughs> you harlot. You, you just want to use you harlot. Thank you. No, there that's you a, no harlots get paid. I get paid nothing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Now, oh, sorry, real quick. That's not thing. This is this is wait. I can't. I can't. What's happening? This is this is my um face hugger. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to Grolix Nights our special weekly live Grolix podcast series. If you've been enjoying this, be sure to check out grolixpodcast.com slash live to find out where and when to listen to the next live episode. Currently Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on facebook.com slash grolixpodcast. I like that about you that you listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs>